And now, WBW Theater. Welcome to WBW Theater. Listen to a series of radio dramas, comedies, mysteries, thrillers, westerns, all dedicated to preserving the golden age of radio. Those thrilling days of yesteryear, way back when families gathered together around the living room radio to join the theater of the mind. Listen now as we take you way back when imagination ruled and creativity had no limits. Listen now to WBW Theater. 200 Eagle Scouts as guests of the Adventurers Club. Almost 2 million American Boy Scouts and their brother Scouts in 51 countries of the world are today's starting celebration of the 37th anniversary of this movement. The W.A. Shaper Pen Company congratulates you Boy Scouts on the beginning of Boy Scout Week and on your splendid new slogan for 1947, Scouts of the World, Building for Tomorrow. Now, back to the true story of a perilous search for the lost tomb of an ancient tribal queen, as told by adventurer Combaron de Prorock. Behind the coastal cities of North Africa stretches the burning wasteland of the Sahara Desert. Mysterious and brooding, the death-dealing Sahara swallows men, beasts, and machines, searing with heat, choking with sand, withering a man's skin to shrunken leather, sucking the last drop of moisture from his body until he falls mad from thirst to a white-hot grave under the merciless sun. Yet men have fought to learn the secrets of the Sahara, geologists, explorers, and archaeologists like myself. For the Sahara holds a key to the early origins of man. It was in 1924 that I first flew over the Sahara Desert in search of the lost tomb of the ancient queen, Teen Hinan. My pilot, Pierre Dumont, and I took off from Algiers one morning right after dawn. Head straight for the mountains of the Agar Plateau, Pierre. That's almost to the southern border of Algeria. Right. Okay. We'll set our course south-southeast for the compass. What's so important about this old queen, this Dean Hinan, as you call her? Well, she's supposed to be the ancestress of all the Tuaregs. And if we can find her tomb, the relics that were buried with her might tell us something about the history of these mysterious people. But Byron and the Tuareg are the fiercest fighters of the desert. If they get wind of our scheme, our lives won't be worth a plug nickel. I know it. That's why this whole expedition must be kept absolutely secret. And if word does leak out, we'll have a machine gun with us. But I hope we won't have to use it. Tuareg are a fine people. Over the Algar Plateau, Pierre. Veer a little to the south. Jack, fly as low as you can. I can't go much lower. A crosswind in one of these canyons would spin the plane like a matchstick. We'd crash for sure. I've got to see the ground more clearly. I'll never locate the tomb. Okay, I'll shave it as plain as I can. Look, Pierre. See that mound of stones to the right? Yeah. Looks like all the rest of them to me. No, no, it's too regular to be natural. That mound was made by man. You mean that's your fabulous tomb? It's a tomb, and it's ancient. See how those rocks are weathered? I want to shoot a close-up photograph of it. Can you fly through the gorge? If we get caught by a downdraft, we're almost sure to crash. I'm willing to take a chance. How about you? Okay. Well, I hope you made out your will. Get your camera ready. Bank around and commence in the north. 
George is so narrow, it's like flying down Wall Street. Lower. Can't you get any lower? We're almost scraping the rocks now. I'm holding steady. I can't get a picture with a paint jerking around like this. I can't. I can't. The wind's got it. I've got to get that picture. Forget the picture. We'd be lucky to get out of here alive. We're almost there. I'll have to hang over the side. Don't be a fool. The wind will jerk you right out of the place. There. I've got it. All right, you can pull her out now. Are you kidding? I can't hold a stick in this wind. We're headed straight for the cliff at the end of the gorge. Put on your crash helmet. The canyon's getting narrow. Sure, we'll be squeezed between the walls in another minute. Oh, my, it only gets an altitude. What's your life? That's a side canyon. Can you turn in there? Yeah, I'm going to try. Hang on. Good work here. We're turning. If our left wing just straight that ledge of rock. You made it. We're in the plane. Back at our base in Algiers, Pierre and I hired an excellent Arab guide named Musag and made plans for the expedition to the tomb we'd found. Camel caravan set out six months in advance to plant food for the party and gasoline for the special four-ton trucks that we planned to travel in. You see, these huge trucks have 12 wheels now designed to go 400 miles across the burning sands without stopping for gas or water. Our equipment included cameras, flashlights, pickaxes, guns, several dozen spare tires, and most important of all... Well, at last, all preparations were complete. And in our two huge trucks, we roared out into the desert. A few days later, we entered the Grand Air Goriental, the most terrible desert country in the world. Well, so far, our journey had been uneventful. But on our first evening in this land of towering dunes and shifting sands, while we were waiting for Musag, our guide, to cook supper, Pierre and I set out to climb a nearby dune in search of ancient relics. Hey, this dune is steeper than I thought. Yeah. Still a ways to go before we get to the top. Yeah. What kind of relic do you expect to find up here? Maybe some early stone weapons. If you see any large pieces of rock, pick them up. Right. Surrounding dunes all look alike from here. That's why it's so infernally easy to get lost in the Sahara. Well, here we are at the top. That was sure some climb. The view is hardly worth it. Just more of the same. Wait a minute. What's that big piece of stone down there? Huh? Come on, yeah, let's have a look at it. If it's what I think it is, our climb is worthwhile. Sure a lot easier going down than worth climbing up the other side. Look! A perfect coup de trois. Looks like an awfully crude stone hatchet to me. Well, that's what it is, Pierre. Think of the work that went into chipping this out of flint with nothing but stone tools. You mean this is from the Stone Age? How long ago was that? Probably more than 50,000 years. Well, let's look a little further. Maybe we can find some more. All right. We still have time. Uh, let's try the foot of that dune over there and then circle back to the camp. I'm glad this is the last dune we have to climb before we get back to camp. This sand is really hard to walk in. Yeah. In a minute now, we'll see Musag's fire. Supper ought to be ready by this time. It's been gone an hour. These last few steps are all I can manage. Yeah. That was certainly a climb. Hey, say, huh? where's the campfire? Why, right down the... Huh? Well, it ought to be right at the bottom of this dune. Oh, that's just our luck. We climbed the wrong dune. Well, I checked the compass. I left it in my coat back at the camp. Let's have a look at yours, Pierre. But I didn't bring mine. I thought you had yours. Hey, wait a minute. Let's stop and think this thing out right now. If we start walking without a compass, we'll just go around in circles. If we hurry back the way we came, we can follow our own footsteps. Not this evening. There's too much wind. The tracks on this dune are already filled in. Oh, you're right. 
What do we do? No, no, no. Don't get panicked. But the dunes all look alike as far as you can see. Well, we know the camp's behind one of them. Yes, but which one? Well, all we have to do is signal Musag. I'll fire a shot. Maybe he'll think we're just shooting at some animal. I'll make sure he doesn't think that. It's getting darker by the second. We were a couple of fools to forget our compasses. We had them now. We could cover this whole area in a systematic fashion and eventually locate the camp. Well, what are we going to do? We can't just sit here. Matter of fact, that's the best thing to do, Pierre, because after a while, Musag will start searching for us. In the dark? He'll never find us. I'm going to do something about it. Don't be a fool. Come back. I'll find the camp by myself. Wait, Pierre! I can't go on, Byron. Well, I'm glad you've come to your senses, Pierre. I only hope we haven't gone so far that Musag can't find us. Let me have your revolver. Mine's empty. Revolver? What are you going to do? I'm going to signal Musag again. Save two bullets for us. That'll be better than a lingering death from thirst. All right. I'll only fire two more shots. It's no use. The Sahara will claim us, too. We haven't got a chance. Look. Look, what's that? Huh? Where? Behind you. Those beams of light. Well, looks like a searchlight in the sky. It's Musag. He's tilted up the headlights on the truck. We're safe, Byron. We're safe. Come on, let's go. Slow down, Pierre. That must be the oasis. I uh, think that's one of our markers to the left. You mean one the advanced caravan planted? Yeah, should be a well around here, too. That's good. Our water supply is down to half a barrel. Monsieur de Proloc, we have reached the marker. Yes, Moussak, I know. Take out the drums of gasoline and food as quickly as you can. Yes, for sure. How's the gas supply holding up here? There's still gasoline. It's water I'm interested in. Both the truck radiators ought to be flushed out as soon as possible. Monsieur! Yeah. Monsieur the product! Come on. Better find out what's the matter with Massag. I hope nothing's happened to the supplies. Monsieur! A terrible thing! What is it, Massag? Half the gasoline has evaporated from the heat. What are we to do? Evaporated? What about the food? My drum of food is here. Oh, well, at least that's a break for us. Have you located the well? But that is the worst of all, monsieur. There is no water. What? No water? The well is filled up with sand. Come, I will show you. Water is the one thing we can't do without. Maybe if we dig down far enough, we can still find water. See, monsieur. It is dry as the Sahara itself. Yes, you're right. Wait a minute. What are all these hoof prints around the well? They look like camel tracks. It may have been another caravan, or perhaps the Tuareg have done this on purpose. But they need water, too. Why should they destroy a well? It is an old Tuareg trick to keep strangers out of their country. Oh, we've got to have water. I could drink a gallon myself right now. We've got to push on as fast as we can. The next well is in the Gorge of Arak. Oh, no, monsieur. Let us not go that way. The gorge is a curse. Oh, that's the nearest well. It's a two-day trip. We'll be out of water within 24 hours. We have to go that way. But the canyon is inhabited by evil genes, monsieur. They throw great rocks and boulders down on any caravan that tries to go through. Don't worry about those evil spirits, Musag. We'll throw the rocks right back at them. Jeepers. I sure hate to get lost in a place like that. It would be a mighty lost feeling, that's for sure. But say, there's a way you can keep your direction straight all the time. With a new five-in-one mystery compass? Right. One fire glass, too. 
Why, with this fire glass, you can start a campfire in just a jiffy. Say, this five-in-one mystery compass is the greatest thing ever. And will you ever be proud to own one? Well, you can. And for just a fraction of the cost that's marked right on the card, you can get your mystery compass with its five valuable features for just 25 cents and the top of a script carton or a sales slip from your dealer showing that you've purchased any Schaefer product. That's all. Just then, 25 cents. Together with a script box top or a sales slip, together with your name and address, to Schaefer. S-H-E-A-F-F-E-R. Schaefer. Box 1200, Chicago, Illinois. Don't be disappointed. Order yours today. Now, back to the thrilling story of adventure account Byron of Pro Rock and his party. Who are desperately searching for water in the haunted gorge of Arak in the middle of the Sahara Desert. to move those boulders out of our way. There's room to get between them and the cliff. Come on, we'll have to get out again. This is like building a road through a stone quarry. I warned you not to come through this gorge, monsieur. The evil genes that haunt this canyon will throw rocks down on our heads. Nonsense, Moussak. Is there even a drop of water left? No. Give me a hand with this boulder here, Moussak. Yes, monsieur. You too, Pierre. Right. Oh, my foot. These rocks are as sharp as glass. That is why we have blown out seven tires in the last ten miles. Lift the boulder up, Mossad, while I push. Now we've got to do something about this deep hole. Yeah, yeah fill it up with some of those smaller rocks. Side of the cliff. While Mossad and I shove these other boulders out of the way. Come on, Mossad. I can give my right arm for a glass of water. Evil spirits are watching us, monsieur. I can feel their presence. Well, you're not going to help matters any staring at the cliff. Look out behind you. The whole cliff's crumbling. Hello! Run, Massag. This way, Pierre. Great Scott. Half the side of that cliff sheared right off. Quick, monsieur. We must get out of here. The jeans are after us. Thank goodness it fell behind the trucks instead of in front of us. Hurry, Pierre. Let's try to drive on through. We've got to find water. The well can't be more than a few more miles ahead. I can't go much further without water. My feet are so swollen from these hot rocks, I can hardly walk, Byron. Well, we'll stop for a moment and rest. How much farther is it to this mountain, Lomasak? It is up there to the left, monsieur. But it does not look the way it did when I was locked through here. I will go see. There's got to be a well here. The map indicates one at this point, doesn't it? Our maps of the Sahara are worth next to nothing, Pierre, because conditions change so rapidly. We must go on, monsieur. What? This well is dry also. But I can't go on without water. You'll have to. There is another well about 20 miles ahead. Good. Climb in your truck. Let's get started. Wait, monsieur. Look. You have another flat tire. What? The right front wheel. Oh, that's the last straw. All right. Get out the jack. 
We'll have to put on another patch. Is this the place where the well is supposed to be, Mossad? I cannot tell. It seems to me it was higher up in the side of the cliff. Water. Must have water. It'll be all right, Pierre. Water. We'll bring you some water in just a few minutes. Come on, Musag. Look, monsieur. Up the side of the cliff. You see that crack in the rock? Where? There. To the right. Yes, I see it, but it's like an ordinary crevice to me. I think not, monsieur. I think it is the well. There are recent footprints and gazelle tracks leading up there. See? I hope those footprints don't mean that Torag have filled up this one, too. That would be the end. We could not make the next well. We'll know in a minute. Keep going, Musag. Look, monsieur. Look, the rock is damp. See? You're right. Hurry. Water, monsieur. The well is pouring. Drink sparingly at first, Musag. Then fill the canteen quickly. We must get some back up here. Oh, how wonderful. It tastes. After slaking our thirst and filling our canteens for the trip, we checked our compasses and continued south-southwest toward the French military outpost of Tamanrasset. Only a few days' journey from the tomb. Well, after these many weeks of desert travel, we were all in high spirits as we pushed on through the night to reach this foreign legion fort. When we arrived at the post, the French captain in charge showed us every courtesy. In answer to our question about native workers, he replied, I do not know about that, Monsieur Duperac. The only lepers in these parts are the slaves of the Tuareg. But we can't let the Tuareg know we're excavating the tomb of Queen Tinganan. And we must have at least a dozen men to do the work. I could hire the slaves myself, and you could take him with you. Hmm? That sounds good to me. But you will have to wash them very closely, or they will sneak off and report to their masters what you are doing. When do you want the lepers, monsieur? Can you get them tomorrow? I think it can be arranged. Good. That means that by the day after tomorrow, we should be able to start over the size of this tomb. Why, why, it's as large as one of the small pyramids of Egypt. There's no telling what's inside there. You are right, monsieur. Inside there may be only death. Listen, Mossad, I've had the jitters ever since we arrived in this Tuareg country, and this talk of yours isn't cheering me up any. Yes, I think your men have rested long enough, Mossad. Get them started to work again. Roger, get to work. Start moving those stones. How old do you think this tomb is, Byron? Well, I can tell better after it's open, Pierre. I'd guess now at least... 3,000 years, and if neither termites or grave robbers have been here ahead of us, we should find some very amazing and valuable relics. Monsieur, the workers, they are superstitious. See, they do not like this mockery of the dead. They are saying the dead once buried are best left alone. They must have found something. Come on, Pierre. What's that funny-looking stone slab? It's an inscribed tablet with a writing cut into the stone. What language is it? Can you read it? I think it's an ancient Libyan. Massad, tell them to remove the slab so we can see what's underneath. Roger, move the slab. This stone, lift it off. Remove the stone tablet, I say. Carry it to one side. You see, monsieur, 
They do not like this. We're paying them well for it, Musag, and I expect them to do as they're told. What's the matter with them anyway? If anybody's in there, they've been dead for 3,000 years. That is what is the matter with them, monsieur. They do not care to meet anyone who has been dead 3,000 years. They've got it out, Musag. Tell them to be more careful and not to drop it. Be careful with the stones. What's underneath? Can you see? Three huge stone slabs lying side by side. I'm sure this is the entrance to the burial chamber. It's characteristic of many African tombs. Quick, Musag. Tell them to bring the crowbars and raise these slabs. Get the crowbars. Come, all of you. Leave the stone. What if grave robbers have got to the tomb? Oh, these stones haven't been moved for centuries. You see how the workers are growing hungry, monsieur? So long as they stay here and do their work, I don't care how angry they get. Remember what the captain said about their running back to the Tuareg. The Tuareg knew we were opening this tomb. Musag is watching them carefully, and they're used to discipline. I don't think we'll have any real trouble with them. They can hardly budge the crowbar. The stone is so heavy. I think it's moving a little. Yeah. There's a crack at this edge. Look up, monsieur. The snake. What? Horned Viper came out of the tomb. He's crawling toward us. Stand back there. Good, good. You got it. Great Scott. That's one of the most poisonous snakes in the world. Monsieur, the workers have run away. What? They have already disappeared in the hills. They'll tell the Tuareg what we're doing here. Hurry. We'll have to finish excavating this tomb ourselves before the Tuareg attacks. Deserted by the treacherous natives, Adventurer Count Byron de Florac faces a gigantic task. What will happen? Will he be able to excavate Queen Teen Henan's tomb before the Tuareg attack? Listen next week for the second episode in this thrilling three-part story of life and death in the Sahara. You have been listening to The Adventurers Club, brought to you each Saturday at this time by the W.A. Shaper Pen Company. Today's adventure was based on the true life experiences of Count Tyron de Prorock. All rights to this broadcast are reserved. Payment for story material was made only to the Adventurers Club Foundation, a non-profit organization. The part of Adventurer de Prorock was played by Ed Prentice. The Adventurers Club is produced by Jack Simpson, directed by Russ Young, and written by Jack and Gretchen Sharp with original music by Dave Bacall. Golly, that was an exciting adventure. Yes, indeed, and plenty more to come. And for an exciting adventure in writing, every time you write a line, always use Schaefer's script. You see, script is the all-American writing fluid, more popular on college campuses than any other writing fluid in America. Script helps keep your writing neater, cleaner, and that means better school grades and a whale of a lot of personal satisfaction and pride. Sure. That's why we all say, Script it. Script it, indeed. Get a bottle of Schaefer's Script today. And remember, right now, if you hurry, the Script box top is extra valuable. Send it together with just 25 cents in coin and your name and address to Schaefer, Box 1200, Chicago, Illinois, for your extra special Five-in-one mystery compass we told you about. Or send a sales slip from your dealer showing your purchase of any Schaefer product. But don't wait. Supply is limited. Send a day for your exciting mystery compass with its five thrilling and secret features. The address again, Schaefer. S-H-E-A-F-F-E-R. Schaefer. Box 1200, 
Chicago, Illinois. Until next Saturday at this same time, this is Ken Laudine speaking for the W.A. Schaefer Pen Company and inviting you to join us then for the second episode in this gripping three-part story of adventure account Byron de Prorock's struggle to wrest the secret of Queen Teen Hinnom's tomb from the deadly Sahara. An adventurer follows the off-trail path where excitement and danger beckon ever onward. and girls, be sure and send for your five-in-one mystery compass today. Address Schaefer, Box 1200, Chicago. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. This is the WBBM Air Theater, Wrigley Building, Chicago. Join us again as we bring you exciting thrills and adventure, rip-roaring comedy, and shoot-em-up westerns and gangbusters. Next time, when your imaginations will be invited into the theater of the mind with WBW Theater.